Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast episode 64. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, uncovering the secrets of effortless social media marketing for your business. And here is your host, Teresa Heath-Waring. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you? I'm good. I've had a really good productive day so far, so I'm feeling pretty positive and I'm getting ahead and more caught up from all the trips, so that is cool. So this week, I'm just jumping straight in. There's no like chat. I'm just going straight for it into the episode because this week it's a little bit different. Now, obviously I've done lots of conferences, I've been lots of places and a subject keeps coming up and up and up and everybody I talk to and I've had loads of calls since I got back, loads of catch up with my team and colleagues and friends and it just keeps coming up, this subject. And I felt like I really wanted to come onto the podcast and talk about it today. But in all honesty, I've hardly planned what I'm going to say. I'm not entirely sure how this is going to go. So I'm just going to wing it, which is what I do a lot, I have to say. But I really am this week because it's just a subject that I really do want to talk about. So I'm just going to start rambling and hope to goodness this comes out okay. But I know, like I said, this is something that's coming up for me and I'm really hoping that, well, I'm hoping it doesn't come up for you because that'd be cool. But if it is coming up for you, then I'm hoping this comes at the right time and that some of the things I'm going to say, you'll be able to take as good advice and uh, you'll be able to think about and relate that to your own situation and your own life. So I'll stop wittering on and get to the point. Okay. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen quite a few weeks back when I was in California at one of the conferences, I did quite a long Insta story, several Insta stories about the fact of how I feel when I go to a conference. And first off, I don't think it's specifically conferences that do this. I think it's because 
I spend a lot of time in my own office, in my own space, working alone, as most of us do. Even though I have a team, they're all around the world and virtual, so we don't sit in the same office. But I think what happens when I go to conferences, that's when I start to really see other business people and other businesses and entrepreneurs. And so, like I said, I don't think it's necessarily the conference that does it. It's just the fact that I'm mixing with other entrepreneurs. But what happens is, and what I talked about on my Insta story, is I get complete overwhelm. And I sit in the room and I literally sit there and go, what am I doing? Who am I? Why do I think I'm good enough to do this? How am I going to compete against all these people? Look at all these amazing people doing these amazing things. Their business is ahead of mine. They're doing this. I want to do this. There isn't enough space in the world to include us all. Literally everything you can think of is running through my mind. Now, I would say, and I I don't know whether you agree or not, but I would say that I think I probably come across as a fairly confident person. In some aspects of my life, I'm super confident. But in aspects like that, I start to really doubt myself. And I start to sit there and look at some of the amazing speakers on stage or even the other people in the audience and think, oh man, what am I doing? Or I'm not where I should be and they're ahead of me and they're taking all the customers and taking all the money and getting all the success and there's going to be no success left for me. And I'm sorry if this sounds like I'm being really like, oh, woe is me and boohoo, but I'm not. I'm saying it from a kind of, this is something that I, I go through really occasionally and I wonder whether you go through it too. And basically it's looking at other people. It's comparing yourself against your colleagues and your competitors and the people you look up to and thinking to yourself, my business isn't good enough. What I've achieved isn't good enough. And also celebrating those wins. When you see that, I don't know, let's say Rachel Hollis again, she's just launched another book and she's, you know, New York bestseller and all this sort of thing. And the funny thing is I'm sat here and I'm not even necessarily want to launch a book like that. However, when you're when you're looking at that, then suddenly you look back at your, you know, few thousand extra podcast downloads and you might sit there and think, oh gosh, you know, this is awful or this isn't good enough. And it's absolutely not. Like, honestly, I can't stress enough how important it is that we're not comparing ourselves to these people and that we are looking at our own journey and our own successes and our own celebrations and that we are not demeaning or undermining any of our own successes because do you know what? They are flipping amazing. Every single teeny tiny thing that you do in your business, that you achieve, that you manage to control and keep it going every day and in your family and in your home life and with your friends, I swear to goodness, it is a huge achievement. And that's what I want to talk a bit about today in terms of how we're comparing ourselves to others and some of the things that I do to try and manage this and get over this and not worry about it too much. So obviously I've been sat in rooms with amazing people in terms of speakers and they say these amazing things. And obviously I'm going to say some of these things today and I don't want it to sound like I'm literally just reading Instagram quotes. So I really hope it doesn't come across like that. But like I said, the main thing is it's that comparison thing. It's looking at someone else and going, they're doing it better than me. They are achieving what I want to achieve and therefore there's no space 
for me to do that. So I just want to talk about that for a sec. So first off, someone, my coach, very, very smart lady, who I should really get on the podcast, and I, I will do at some point, talked about this. There was an event I wanted to speak at, and someone else got to speak at it, and I didn't. And I got on a call with her, and I was a little bit cross, and a little bit hard done by, and a little bit frustrated by it, and suddenly went into this big woe of that's it, you know, I've been overlooked, I'm never going to get that, they were picked, I wasn't picked, what does this mean? It means they're better than me. And I started associating all of these meanings to this thing that happened. Now, the funny thing of the story is my application was never processed. I wasn't even in the running because they lost it. They lost my application. And therefore, all these meanings I was associating to the fact that I had not being picked and someone else had been picked. And obviously because they were there, that meant there was no room for me was one, totally incorrect. But two, it was coming from a place of lack. It was coming from a place of, do you know what? Because they've got it, there isn't room for me. And that's absolute rubbish. Just because someone else is achieving something doesn't mean that there isn't room for you and there isn't a chance you're going to get it. In fact, it's the opposite. If someone else that you know is achieving something, then you should look at that as a positive and think that means someone at my level or me or my situation can also achieve it. You're looking around to see that if that thing is happening and you haven't got it, but someone else has, then great. That's brilliant. One, be really pleased for them, which once I got over my little grump, I was very pleased for them. But not only be really pleased for them, but then think to yourself, that's an example that actually someone very similar to me can go and do that. And therefore I can do that too. So the comparison thing is, is a really, really tricky thing. So my general advice, and I suppose I'm going to go through a few different points that like I said, help me with things like this. My first thing is to stop looking necessarily at others. Even though I said it can give you a good example of someone that has done it and therefore proof that it can be done, which is awesome. But you know what, if you find yourself looking at these other people thinking you're doing it better than me and I can't, you know, I'm not where I should be. I'm not doing the things I should have done. My wins aren't as big as yours. Then just stop looking, get your head down in your own lane and focus on your own thing. And I know this can be hard. Believe me, I do it all the time and I find it really difficult because you can't help, but especially where you've got people who are, who started on a similar level to you and either they've overtaken you or they're achieving something that you want to achieve. It can be really, really hard not to sit there and compare yourself to them. But as we've heard many a times, you know, we're comparing our day five with their day 50, or we're comparing year one of us with year seven of them. So granted, you know, we might be at different levels, but you have to take into account how long has someone been doing it? And again, I keep going back to Rachel Hollis only because I watched a documentary about her the other night on um, Amazon. But when she was at the Kajabi Impact Summit, she actually mentioned that her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, which was one of her, well, it was the only book I read. I have her other one that I'm going to read soon as well. But she said that that was something like her eighth book or maybe 10th book. Maybe I'm exaggerating that. But anyway, it certainly wasn't her first. 
But the thing is, you didn't see her first. I didn't see her first. So therefore, you just think, wow, she's achieved the success. But no, she wrote all those books beforehand. And like I said, I really don't want to like let this fall into just Instagram quotes. But there are millions of examples of amazing people who literally didn't do it until much later on. So stop looking at these people thinking, I should have done this already, or I can't achieve that until I've done this, or why haven't I had this? And just keep your head down in your own lane and just keep moving forward. So the next bit of advice I guess I've got is actually, this is kind of ironic, be careful whose advice you take or who you listen to. So again, I was in the room with lots and lots of people with things that they were doing for their business, ways they wanted to go, things they wanted to achieve, goals they expected to, not expected to achieve, but goals that they were putting on themselves. And again, you sit there and think, should I be doing that? Or why isn't my goal as big? Or why have they got more than me? And and again, it doesn't matter. That's their race. That's their journey. That's their thing. And actually, just because I haven't launched something yet, or just because I haven't done a certain thing yet, it really, really doesn't matter. If that's what I want to do, then at the end of the day, the only person that matters is you and what you want to do in your business. As long as you're moving forward, as long as you are working at it, then it doesn't matter how slowly you're going. It doesn't matter how long it takes, as long as you are working towards getting your goals and achieving them. And you know what, like I said, even if you didn't, then what does it matter to anybody else? It doesn't at all. So just really be careful about the people you surround yourself with. It's great to have ambitious people, but it's not great to have people who aren't helping celebrate your journey and where you are. And like I said, back to those small wins, I appreciate every single teeny tiny thing that happens in my business. I had an email the other day replying to my weekly Wednesday emails that I now send, which if you're not on, by the way, please go and get on the list, which you can do over at my site. But anyway, side note, I had a really amazing email the other day from a lady who basically said she now starts her week looking forward to Wednesday to hearing from me. And you know what? Of course I want to earn lots of money. Of course I want to sit in the I don't know if I do want to sit in the Bahamas, actually. I want to take my daughter first class. That's what I want to do. I want to take her on a plane, first class, on holiday. She said she wants to go to Vegas because we love Vegas. That's what my dream is. So don't get me wrong. I want to earn money to do that. However, someone went to the effort to email me back and tell me that they look forward to getting my emails and how special they were and kind of how pleased they were that I was in their life. And that is just honestly, the most amazing thing ever. So look for those things, look for those things in your business, the comments, the testimonials, the, and it doesn't have to be a big structured testimony. It just needs someone to say, thank you. That was awesome. Or that was brilliant that you did that. Or look for those extra followers and love them. Look for those people that DM you or share your podcast episodes. Again, I appreciate every single teeny tiny thing that happens because they are all good and they are all collectively building to much bigger things. So don't be hard on yourself and definitely don't dismiss those wins, no matter how small you think they are and how big someone else's might be. They're still wins and you should still be really, really positive about them. Okay, the next thing that I would urge you to do that's helped me is 
spend at least one hour a day on your business, not in the business. Again, bit of a cliche uh, Instagram quote there, but actually spending time on your business, driving it forward, doing something every single day is so very important because then you feel like you're achieving something. And you know what? If you haven't got that hour in the day, if your day is jam-packed, and I know what it's like. I've been up since 5.30 this morning. I get up, I do my morning routine, I get showered, my daughter, I get my daughter up, I get her ready for school, I do the breakfast, we do the school run, we then come back, I tidy up, I might then start my day at sort of half past eight or whatever. And I pretty much can work straight through until literally the time I've then got to pick her up again. And then of course your evening starts again and you're doing all those things and homework and dinner and I get it. And I know we all have our own different challenges, our own routines that cause us to have no time in our days. I know that. But actually, there's a couple of things that really called me out. Like on one of the conferences, and I can't remember who said it. I want to say it was Brendan Bouchard, but I can't think. He actually said, if you had taken back all the time you'd ever spent messing around on social media which is a good point because I do like to watch an Insta story. And obviously my job is a lot to do with social media, but I still look at it as a personal thing. He said, if you took all that time back, how much time would you have? And it's like, oh my word, for real, I would have so much time. The other thing he said, and don't get me wrong, we all need downtime. Oh no, it wasn't him. It was Gary Vaynerchuk. I remember hearing him talk once and he said, if someone says, uh, I haven't got any time, and then I say, what series are you watching on Netflix at the moment? Or how's Game of Thrones or whatever? He says, you have got time. It's just priorities. It's just basically, what do you want to do now compared to what do you want to do most? So if you want to, if I want to take my daughter first class on a plane, then actually I might have to sacrifice some of those smaller things now. And do you know what? I'm not saying you have to do that. Please don't think I'm sat here saying, you know, you got to work every hour that God sends. That's not what I'm saying at all. You've got to do what's right for you. Absolutely. If if that's what you want, then do it. If it's not, then that's not for you. But for me, actually, I could probably forgo a couple of Netflix series or I could probably forgo spending an hour on Instagram looking at stories when I could actually spending an hour planning my upcoming membership or creating some content or coming up with ideas for some content or whatever it might be. But spending just one hour a day, making sure whatever that big goal is, you're doing a step, even again, if it's the tiniest step, at least you're going forward. But making that promise to yourself that you're going to keep doing that, that you're going to be pushing forward. So for me, like I said, I do get up quite early or now I'm back in a routine. I do get up quite early, but I try and do my hour or I try and work on my business first thing. Now, I'm not great at this. I'm not sitting here saying I've got it absolutely nailed because I haven't. I try, right, so let me tell you what you should do actually <laughs> rather than what I do. So really what I should do is I should start working on it straight away. First task I do, but I don't even open my emails. I don't open social media. I don't look at anything other than working on the thing that I want to work on. In reality, that's not the case because I am one of those people that does check their phone immediately. I do go through my emails. I have a horrible obsession and DM me and let me know if you have one of these too. I don't like numbers on my phone or on my screen. So at the moment, as I'm recording this, I've 
put do not disturb on my computer so that obviously it doesn't make noises. But I can see at the bottom that my Outlook says, or my mail says it's got seven emails that aren't read. And literally that's screaming at me in my head going, read us now, open those emails. So I have to work really hard to stay focused on one thing because I can, my brain just wants to move all the time onto other things or I pick up my phone or I see a notification or an email comes in. So you're meant to, or they suggest, people suggest that you do it first thing and you don't look at anything else because you would be drawn into then doing something else. So do try and do it that way. Like I said, I'm not always great, but I do try and move forward every single day in the business. And some days like today, I think I've probably actually got a couple of hours that I can spare to do that. So again, if you can, then brilliant, but try your hardest to do at least one hour, even if it's a week, you know, just at least some time to try and move the business forward. So the last thing that really helps me in terms of trying to stay in my own lane, stay focused, get my sort of goals achieved or working towards my goals is I do like to do a bit of visualization. I'm sorry if I'm losing you here because you're like too woo-woo for me. And you know what? It kind of does sound woo-woo, but it totally isn't right. So it's almost just going back to like daydreaming. That's it. So literally thinking to yourself, if that was me, if I had that, if this happened, if that happened, and I can do it so easily. I don't know whether it's because I try and practice at it or whether I do it on purpose, but literally I can imagine me being stood on a stage and what it might feel like and what it might sound like. And I can feel the lights on my face and I can feel the nerves I would feel. And I can feel the energy that comes up in me when I speak. And if that was a particular speaking event, I can literally imagine what it's like. And then I can imagine coming off stage and meeting loads of people that were in the talk and hearing about their, their kind of questions and helping them and having photos with them. And, and I can seal that like literally as if it's clear as anything. And it was really weird watching that Rachel Hollis video the other day. I literally sound like I'm trying to be the next Tony Robbins or Rachel Hollis. I promise you I'm not. Um, it's just sometimes we do need to hear these things. So I was watching it the other day and again, like she's on stage and and she's got her own event and I'd never even considered ever having my own event. But then you just start to daydream and you think, actually, what if I did? What would it look like? How would it feel? How, what would I talk about? What would the structure be? Where would I put it on? And it's literally, so when I say visualization, actually daydreaming is probably a much nicer, simpler way to put it. It's just literally allowing your brain to take you to that space of what must it be like for Amy Porterfield or James Wedmore or what is it? What, I wonder what they do with their day. I wonder how they start their day. I wonder what things they're achieving or what it feels like when they achieve that. I wonder what it's like when you open your email to see that you've just sold X amount of courses or a big client's just come on board or you've just got this amazing speaking gig. So like I said, the visualization thing, don't see it so much as a kind of structured thing if, if you struggle with that. Now I do put it into my journaling. When I journal in the morning, I do sometimes put some visualization stuff, but it's more about just kind of daydreaming about what would that feel like? And there was just one more point on that that I wanted to kind of bring up in the sense of, I know that sometimes you might be looking at that thinking, well, they're doing it though. Why do they need someone else? Because they've got a Amy Porterfield and they've got a 
Rick Mulready and they've got a, I don't know, whoever else that they might have in your industry, the people you look up to, a Carrie Green or whatever. And you might be sat there thinking, you know, this isn't going to happen because they've already got that. Why do they need another? But the thing is, they haven't got you. And you are the main difference in everything. And you are the thing that is going to be the pull and be the attraction. Because like you said, there are a million other people. In what I do, honestly, the world is flooded with social media people, flooded with digital marketers. But they don't talk like me. They don't look like me. They don't have my experience. They don't have my skills. They don't have my humor or the way I do things. They don't have my thoughts. And therefore, some people are going to totally resonate with me and the way I am. And some people are absolutely not going to resonate with me. They're totally going to be like, "Mm -mm, you're not for me. And again, that is absolutely fine. So just because there's someone else out there doing it, and as I've said this earlier on in this podcast, it doesn't mean that there isn't any room for you or there isn't anybody that is going to want to listen to you because there's someone else. Because some people will really dislike the way someone does it. I nearly said a name then and I thought, oh no, I can't pull a random name out my head as if it was me being mean about them. But, you know, some of the people that I absolutely love, you might not. So just because there's someone out there doing it already does not mean that there's not space for you. And let's just think for a second, okay, how many people there are on this planet? How many businesses there are in the world? How many people that will use your product or your service? There are millions upon billions of people. So in all honesty, there is enough room for all of us. So this has been a bit of a weird podcast episode, or I feel like it has. Maybe it's been fine. Maybe I'm just worrying over nothing. But I really wanted to talk about it just because, like I said, it literally has come up and come up and come up in every conversation I've had. People have been saying to me, you know, this isn't good enough. I'm not doing this. I should be here. I should be there. And I just really wanted to talk about it on here because if you are feeling like that, then I wanted to hopefully get in your head or in your earbuds and say, don't, don't feel like that at all. As long as you can sit there and say, am I working hard? Am I doing what I need to do to keep moving forward? Then please, please do not worry about what other people are doing. And the other thing is that I think about how much time and energy do you put into worrying about other people and having a quick look on the internet at what they're doing or on their social media? What if you didn't spend that time doing that? And what if you spent that time keeping your head down, working on your own thing and doing what you needed to do for your business? That would be so much better spent, wouldn't it? So that's what I'm doing. I am keeping my head down. I am working on my thing. I am thinking of my audience. I'm not thinking of other people doing what I do. I'm not thinking of other people who feel I should be further on or further behind or in a different industry altogether or whatever it might be. I am literally just keeping my head down, staying in my own lane, doing my thing and celebrating every single teeny tiny progression and win that I've got. So I really hope you've enjoyed today's strange ramblings of Teresa. I just wanted to say as well, a few weeks ago, I talked about changing the name of the podcast because I'm slightly, well, I'm not digress. I'm not moving or changing. I'm pretty much staying the same as I have been, but I feel the podcast name is not inclusive enough in terms of the content I cover. 
like obviously today wasn't really about social media, but I really hope, I hope I understand my audience. So I hope that you find it helpful. So anyway, I am going to be changing the name, but I'm just checking that it doesn't affect anything. And then I will let you know what it is. It's not massively exciting, <laughs> but obviously I will let you know what it is. So in case you need to look out for it or in case you want to tell other people about it, which would be amazing. Thank you so much. So next week I've got an interview coming on. In fact, I'm recording it this afternoon, so I can't tell you anything about it because I have no idea until I do it, but I'm sure it will be fabulous. But have an amazing week. Tell me your wins. Email me, send me a DM, come and find me and tell me what awesome wins you've had this week, because I know there will be one, even if it's just the case that I managed to remember to feed my children. For me, that's win enough. Until next week, have an amazing week. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast with Teresa Heath Waring from TeresaHeathWaring.com. 